Real quick, before we get started, we realize the audio levels are really low in this episode. Please forgive us. It's our first episode. We're just learning how all this stuff works. We're working with unfamiliar equipment, but please enjoy. We'll be back next week with a podcast you can hear a lot better, but thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Wiki Week podcast. This is our this is our first episode. Yeah, this is exciting. This is exciting. This is an idea that we've been floating around for literally days. <laughs> literally. So we're gonna see how this works. So if you're new to the podcast, which I'm sure you are, because we are, this is a first episode. <laughs> the idea here is that we're gonna take the most popular, most commonly read. Uh, article or, or page they call them on Wikipedia uh, each week and, and go through it and we, we keep saying we're gonna go down the rabbit hole we're gonna explore the topic together so I'm Robert and I'm Chaz yeah we're brothers might be a little hard to uh, tell us apart but yeah you'll get it the longer you listen to it sure <laughs> sure the one that the one that sounds more uh, smooth is Chaz no that's not true you're gonna confuse me I don't know about that. <laughs> the one who knows what they're talking about, that's going to be Robert, the one who has no Oh, clue. goodness. That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's going to be Well, me. you know, let's let our audience judge for themselves. <laughs> okay. It's pretty accurate. I yeah. Think. Predicting it now. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you uh, listening to our podcast. We're, we're hoping to make this a, a weekly event, uh, hence the name Wiki Week. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping that uh, this is going to be a fun thing for us. And, and hopefully a fun thing for you, too, the listener. And hopefully you'll learn something with us. That, yeah. you know, I always thought, what's my perfect, uh, What's what do I want to listen to? Mm-hmm. Something that's educational, I like to learn, yeah. and I like to laugh a little bit. I don't know if we're either of those. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to educate or make people laugh. But you know what? I'm sure it's going to give it a, a good shot, right? Yeah. So, well, the topic. Let's let's talk about that. So this week, the most read article, our red page. I'm gonna say article a lot. That's the most right. read page on. You'll know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, people are smart, right? Smarter <laughs> than us. <laughs> uh, the most read Wikipedia page for this week. I think it's week 41. By the way, I was thinking, how do we tell people what week we're on? So it's like the 41st week of the year. Okay. Uh, that's what I was thinking we would do. Okay. So let me pull. Yeah, week 41. I guess it's from Monday, October 7th until Sunday, October 13th. So for week 41, 2019, the most read Wikipedia page is Joker, a 2019 film. So we're going to talk about that. Oh, i got to turn that off. Oh, gosh. Getting emails right in the middle. Oh, gosh. And I had to, had to, had to burp. We can, <laughs> we can edit that out. No, we're off to a great start. Yep. Leave it in. <clears throat> this is great. <laughs> Uh, so I know the answer to this, Chaz. But have you seen Have you seen Joker? Have you I, seen the film? I have. Right. I saw it yesterday. You saw it yesterday. I skipped work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's my boy. All right. Uh, and, and you've seen it. I saw it this morning at ten o'clock in the morning. It says ten a.m. That was a weird experience walking in there, and there's a total of four uh, dudes in this movie theater. We're all all of us are by ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking I'm thinking any one of these guys is a little creepy and they probably think the same thing about me one of them even kept his hood up the whole time so that's comforting <laughs> the, 
but uh, but we decided we'd do our due diligence and actually see the film before we talk about it, and uh, and we have, and um, yeah. So you know, I want to talk about a, a lot more about this, obviously. But I'm thinking this would be a good time for us to read the intro straight from Wikipedia. Okay. And uh, and then let's dive into this, shall we? Great. Take okay. it away. All right. Here we go. Joker is a 2019 American psychological thriller film directed by Todd Phillips. By the way, do you know who Todd Phillips is? I had to look him up. Okay. Uh, but I, yeah, I've seen like what he's what he's made. Okay. Yeah. I I had to look him up too. It, it was okay. Mostly comedies, right? Yeah. Are those mostly what you're familiar yeah, with? Yeah. It was surprising. like The Hangover. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 why am I forgetting what else he did? Oh, Wedding Crashers. Mm. Wedding Crashers. Uh, funny movies. I mean, I've seen those, and they're they're hilarious. But it's it's kind of a strange uh, thing to think about. All right, so old let's school. Talk. Oh yeah, old school, old school. War Dogs. I don't know War Dogs. Do you know War Dogs? Uh, no, but it's okay. it's uh, a star is born. Did he do that one? His name is associated with. It. I don't know if that's a director credit. Um, I haven't seen a Star Sport. That's the one with Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Which is more... It looked good? Yeah, it looks great. I haven't seen it. Um, But I don't think it's a comedy. Oh. But the rest of these definitely look more like comedies. Um, Like I mentioned, Old School already. Yeah. Um, The Hangover Due Date. Road Trip with uh, Tom Green. (laughs) I remember that. Borat. Uh, Borat, yeah. Project, yeah, yeah, that's Project right. X. Don't know Project X. Where like teens throw a rager all night. I, I never saw it. Oh, uh, vaguely rings a bell. Okay. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. That's right. Well, I mean, he definitely has. Seems to have a type, right? I mean, that's that's just what's interesting to me. It, yeah. It wouldn't have been my first guess as far no, as person that directed no, Joker. Yeah, this is. I mean, and there's some comedy in Joker. Yeah. But, well, it's not. A, I wouldn't. Really? Call it you feel, I don't know if I would say that it's there's dark comedy for sure. I but yeah. There's some parts that I thought were. Humorous, but oh. you feel like you feel guilty, right? You feel guilty if you laugh. I guess so. I mean, I, that movie—I'll tell you what—it's—I—I uh, I can't stop thinking about it. So yeah. it's not at ten a.m., right? I mean, it's not today. I mean, just a few hours sure. ago, sure. You know, right? But uh, yeah, that's—it's a. You know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into that. Let's let's keep going here, okay. down the, down the list here, right? Yeah. So Todd Phillips, who co-wrote the screenplay with Scott Silver. The film, based on DC Comics characters, stars Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, an origin story set in 1981, which, by the way, I thought that was brilliant to set it in that day. Well, yeah, I thought that was brilliant. All right, the film follows Arthur Fleck, a mentally ill, failed stand-up comedian who turns to a life of crime and chaos in Gotham City. Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, Francis Conroy, Brett Cullen, Glenn Fleshler, Bill Camp, Shay Wingham, and Mark Marin appeared in supporting roles. I think I know three of those names. I think I only know Mark Marin. Oh, really? Yeah. You know Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, he's the, uh, the host, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, Robert De Niro, legend, yeah. legend, all right? And so, by the <laughs> way, <laughs> one of the movies he's in is Taxi Driver, right, okay? Right, right, So, which they refer to a lot as far as being an inspiration for this movie. Right, if you've ever right. seen Taxi Driver, the movie feels a lot like Taxi Driver, kind of almost like a modern take on it. Almost, in my opinion, to the point of being not, not a rip-off. You know, you have to be inspired by something out there, right? But, uh, but, but I mean, it's, it's obviously was <laughs> uh, very much influenced by the Taxi Driver. 
Now, was that, uh, is that the one where... Driver. Uh, no, I've never seen it. I don't know anything about Taxi Driver. You know, I've, I've only seen it one time, and it was years ago. But it's, uh, it's, it's one of these kind of descent, you know, descending from uh, mentally healthy to oh, mentally yeah. ill. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I think we watched a little bit of it up at the condo, uh, uh, up at Grandpa's condo. Oh, really? Together. Yeah, that's cool. It was, on, it was like on TV, but... That's gritty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good I time. The whole family was there, too. Oh. <laughs> at least Mom was there. Oh, uh, I believe it was only a part of it. But I, I heard that uh, Martin Scorsese was lined up to actually direct. Yeah. Well, or produce. Produce. He, he, he was lined up to be involved, and then I okay. think he had some scheduling conflicts. I'll talk about that here a little bit. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. Phillips. I'm just going to keep reading here. Okay. Phillips conceived Joker in 2016 and wrote the script with Silver throughout 2017. The two are inspired by 1970s character studies and the films of Martin Scorsese. Who was initially attached to the project as a producer? Okay. Uh, so uh, he was initially attached, and I, for whatever reason, he had some sort of conflict, and he ended up not being. But okay, okay. Uh, the graphic novel Batman: The Killing Joke, which I looked up. Have you read anything about that? The Killing Joke. The Killing Joke. I don't know what that is. So, 1988 is when this was was written. I don't know a whole lot about it, except that it was written by a couple of guys, and it's. A lot of people consider this the only the the only time anybody has ever really given any sort of definitive origin story for the Joker. So well, apparently, for comic book people, it's a big deal that. Uh, well, it seemed to me on on the basic research I've done here, you find two camps of Joker fans. One camp likes the fact there's just really a- ambiguous, not nailed down origin story for the joker which like in the heath ledger version of the joker sure. right he tells what three different versions of where it came from right three different origin stories and that for a lot i think a lot of fans they really like that they like the fact that okay. that he didn't nail it down and didn't give anything away and that makes him more terrifying right okay. because it didn't have this origin story yeah um but comic book people i guess commonly agree that if there is an origin story they can agree on, it's yeah. this 1998, or 1988, uh, The Killing Joke. And apparently, it's pretty graphic. Uh, it's, it has some, some actually sexually graphic items in it. I don't know much about it. I read, in fact, that one of the authors even regrets writing it. I mean, it's it's pretty really? dark. Really? It's, yeah, <laughs> apparently so. So the fact that they used The Killing Joke... Um, as so the, the Killing Joke is a comic book, or it's yeah. a it's a uh, graphic Ooh, novel. Or? I, w- I want to say graphic novel. Okay. Or yeah. A, it's not like a, we should probably get that right, book, but, but yeah. Okay. I think it's graphic I, novel. I want to say it's a graphic book. novel. Yeah. One of those things. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, The Killing Joke was the basis for the premise, but Phillips and Silver otherwise did not look to specific comics for inspiration. Phoenix became attached in February 2018 and was cast that July, while the majority of the cast had signed on by August. Prince so th- this this Joker rendition is not following that that uh, killing box, right? Or what is it? Uh, the killing joke. Killing joke. No, well, it, so apparently it was they they admit to using it as a bit, as part of their inspiration for all of this, but it does gotcha. not follow it specifically. Gotcha, no, gotcha. Okay. I believe there was a lot of just. Or free license there they just they just did what they felt like they should do and it's interesting because the joker ha- not having an origin story and that's yeah. part of the lure i guess it's interesting that the whole point of this movie 
well, from the comic book angle, right, is it's an origin story. Right. I mean, it's an origin story. Yeah. So uh, I, I, that's probably polarizing to some extent in the, in the whole, you know, comic book world, sure. I would imagine. Sure. But uh, <laughs> I liked it. I, I thought it was yeah. cool. I, I like origin stories. They're my favorite. I'm a sucker for an origin story. I'll tell you what. I think, and I, I, I fully admit, I am not versed in comic books or anything Same. like that or the whole Marvel Universe, DC Universe. I'm not well yeah. versed in that. Yeah. Uh, I find it intriguing. I don't dislike it or anything yeah, like they're that. they're fun. They're fun. But, I, like, Superman Returns, right? I remember when that movie came out, yeah. um, I remember being so disappointed that they basically skip over the origin story. Mm. They just come right in. Um, yeah. And I'm a sucker for an origin story. I yeah. love an origin story. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. I think they don't really do an origin. Well, I guess there's, is there an origin story in Spider-Man Homecoming? They kind of skip it a bit. They, they skip it. But, and that, as far as I know. Yeah, that worked for me in that film. Surprisingly, that one worked for me yeah. too. But that was just a good movie. Though. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, typically I, I don't like it if they if they skip it. Yeah, that's that's the most interesting part to me. Me and, too. And I really struggle with sequels after that because I don't know. I, I think a lot of people like the sequels because it's like cool. Now we've established this, so we can move on, and we now we can have some story here. Yeah. But it doesn't it just doesn't grab me as much. Yeah. For whatever reason. I agree. I well, I wanted to see the whole uh, the Clark Kent. Uh, version of the Superman story, right? Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see what I wanted to see was basically a remake of the Christopher Reeves movies. That's, re- yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, that's what I wanted to see. I know yeah. that's probably turning some stomachs out there, but that's really yeah. what I wanted Just to lost see. Half of our yeah, I probably did. <laughs> probably did. Sorry. Episode one. All right. Some good stuff. Yeah, this is great. Um, let's see. Should we keep reading? Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's just keep going here. This is actually. Pretty interesting stuff. All right. Oh, and it does say uh, The Killing Joke is a graphic novel right here. Oh, by perfect. the way. So there we go. We're informed. We are. Uh, let's see. Principal photography lasted from September to December 2018 and took place in New York City, Jersey City, and Newark. Uh, that seemed relatively obvious to me when we were watching it. It's obviously <laughs> filmed in New York, right? Uh, Joker was the first live-action Batman film to receive an R rating from the Motion Picture Association of America. Due to its violent and disturbing content. Yeah. Yeah. It had that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> violent and disturbing. Although, you know, here's 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 what I say about the violent side of it. Is there violence? Absolutely. There's yeah. violence. Yeah. Is it the most violent movie I've seen? No. No, it's not. I mean, as far as the the level of blood and all of the, that stuff, I mean it's up there, but it's not. I expected more. To be I did too. I did too. I guess that's the point. For, and for you know, from the controversies and, and everything, I expected I expected a lot more out of, uh, from it. I did. I, I I thought they were pretty tasteful in a lot of. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. From the violence standpoint, yeah. I agree. It, it, the disturbing content, though, oh, I mean, that's where it's yeah. the psychological, psychological. Dra- dramatic side of it. Yes. That that's definitely it, that's where the, the yeah that's where the controversy is stemming from. For sure. Right. So that's it. It's heavy with that. Yeah, it is. Joker premiered at the seventy sixth Venice International Film Festival on August thirty first, two thousand nineteen, where it won the Golden Lion, the festival's highest prize, and was released in the, in the United States on October fourth, two thousand nineteen. By the way, I read um, 
at that film festival, the 76th Venice International Film Festival, it received an, I believe it was an eight-minute standing ovation. Really? Eight-minute standing ovation. Oh, wow. Yeah, I believe I read that right. But it's, yeah, that's what, I guess that's what happened. They liked it. Okay. <laughs> they really liked it. All right, the, uh, <laughs> it was released in the United States on October 4th, 2019. The film polarized critics. While Phoenix's performance was praised, the dark tone portrayal of mental illness and handling of violence was met with a divided response. Joker also generated concerns of inspiring real-world violence. With the movie theater where the 2012 Aurora, Colorado mass shooting occurred during a screening of The Dark Knight Rises, refusing to show the film. So, yeah, you, you know that happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes, makes sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. I remember the morning that happened. Well, it, the morning after that happened. Because it, it, I think it was a late night showing of the movie yeah. and getting up in the morning uh, and, and reading about that and just thinking, hey, man, I was just sick to my stomach. I don't know why that one affected me so much, but it did. That's pretty sick. Yeah. You're going out with your friends, just have a good time. You're in a dark theater. I think it's probably because we can all kind of picture us being in that circumstance too. I mean, everyone's yeah. been in a dark theater. Yeah. And I think, I think even after that and going to the movies, I've pictured that happening. Oh, sure. And then and you start to think, man, if, if somebody just busted the door, uh, know, yeah, drop to the ground or like grab the people next to you, like, well, I don't what. I'm what, glad to know I'm not the only know, one that's had that thought. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that all the time. Yeah. So it's it's definitely had an, an effect on me as well. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, how could it not? You know, oh man, that's uh, and and it's interesting. The the controversies that seem to be stemming from this movie, uh, the fears, maybe I should say, that. I think people have felt with this movie being released the possibility of inspiring mass shootings. As of this recording, nothing has happened that I know of, at yeah. least. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I did read about in Texas there was, uh, I guess, um, there was a uh, probable threat or oh, something. Uh, yeah, they uh, and it's, it's strange. The military they kept they kept talking about the military. The military uh, has has gotten involved with this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So they're, they're concerned. They were very concerned. They there apparently was, and the probable threat is not the right word. It's uh, credible. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. So it was a credible threat, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So apparently, whatever it was, that no details were released that I could find. Um, but it seemed to be a you know movie theater shooting threat. Oh really? Yeah, I, that's my understanding. I could have that wrong. But man, that's uh, concerning. All right. Well, you've seen the movie. I, I heard about I heard about a, a a showing where there was somebody in the audience who was laughing like hysterically, oh, like gosh, like the Joker, and it made me, a lot of people feel uncomfortable. And they like I think they so many people left the the theater because they felt uncomfortable that I think they ended the the viewing or the showing or whatever. It was kind of creepy. Ugh. Well, yeah, if you've seen the movie, <laughs> that laugh yeah. is, wow. Isn't that uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah, that is uncomfortable. And, it, man, the way Joaquin Phoenix portrays or, 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 or does that laugh, where it almost becomes physically painful for him yeah, at times, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, brilliant. I mean, I have to say the that. The performance is insane. The performance is brilliant. Yeah. Right. We can agree on that. 
Yeah. That dude is a beast when it comes to acting. He does. I heard somebody say, man, whenever the camera's on him, he just eats the film. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's kind of, yeah. that's a good description. He just, he just, man, he good. And it doesn't matter what angle you're looking at him. If you're looking at him from the back, he eats the film. Right. <laughs> With how skinny he got. Man, right. When they yeah. first showed him. And the way he, like, the way he pushes his yeah. shoulders forward, it just makes his back look so gnarled and crazy and yeah. bony. And, yeah. Oh, man. Well, he plays it from all angles. Oh, he does. He does. And and he, I saw him interviewed, and he wouldn't disclose, maybe he has elsewhere, but he wouldn't disclose how much weight he lost for that. Really? But it sounded like he wouldn't say. But it sounded like he essentially just starved himself, Ugh. put himself in like social, uh, like made himself a social outcast for a while. Didn't want to see any friends. He said he couldn't even watch television because you know that would make you see food and you would want to. Right. Eat. But he also talked about it being a very empowering um, experience because he had so much control over his body. Sure. Which you 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 explain. <laughs> no, that's interesting. That. Yeah, you have done a little bit of you that. You wouldn't guess it by looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're looking good. So, right, how long have you ever gone without food? What's the longest you've ever gone? I've gone eleven days. Eleven eleven days with no food. Yeah, and then the, I did, did it the second time and went ten days. Right. Now you drink water and all that. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. Water fast. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and I'd say like overall, it was a really positive experience. Really. Um, it, it makes you feel good that you you have that much control over yourself. And it really sounds way more extreme than it was doing it. You know, it sounds crazy not eating food. And I, because before doing it, I thought the longest you could go was like three days without food. Yeah. <laughs> and you would die. Sure. Which is just not the case. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good experience. Wow, that's crazy. I've, I've gone. It's hard. I've gone, I want to say five, almost five days. That's the longest I've ever gone. Yeah. I think it's almost five. It was like five minus a meal <laughs> or yeah. something like that. And that was hard for me. That was really, really tough. Well, those, those, that's the hardest time. I mean, it'll be the first the first half is definitely the hardest. And it gets easier as it goes on. That's crazy. Yeah. You know I guess you and Joaquin, right? I don't know how long he did it for. <laughs> oh, dude. But, man, he must have done it for a while. Oh, he, was, he was a skinny dude in that, yeah. in that show. Um, all right. So you, you brought up earlier how uh, – uh, a taxi driver, right? How this was, uh, yeah, 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 right. So, with taxi driver, mm. I'm curious why the connection, why is everybody connecting these two movies? Well, and it's been years since I've seen it. Maybe we should, <laughs> should watch Taxi Driver too to do our due diligence on this, but uh, yeah, it's it's about a guy in New York, he's a taxi driver, and yeah. is basically, and this is what I vaguely remember from this, he uh. He basically feels like an outcast and and just um, almost like he's invisible, you know, to society and everyone dislikes him and is rude and hateful and he, it's just this sort of slow descent yeah. into insanity and he gets violent and um, that's, that's basically how I remember. But it's very gritty. It's very when I say ugly, I don't mean right. it's cinematically. It's, ugly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and okay, so uh, yes, and I think that's part of what. The reason, I mean, it's not just this um, descent into insanity or deeper into insanity. I think that people relate to Taxi Driver. It's also um, the era in New York City that they're trying to portray in the film. The late seventies, early eighties, okay. New York City was yeah. uh, was, from my understanding, a pretty uh, grim place. I mean, it was uh, it was dirty. Yeah. Um, there was violence everywhere. Yeah. Um, was very seedy yeah. <laughs> and uh 
and it was kind of an ugly place. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It was kind of an ugly place. Sure. So I, that, I would have to say this. That may be my favorite part of this film is the whole time capsule. Yeah. 1981 New York, even though it's supposed to be Gotham, right? But 1981 New York feeling. Yeah. They, they just, that was a home run to me. Oh, yeah. Felt great. Yeah. That was incredible. It's a character all in and of itself. It is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And it, it totally captures it being, feeling seedy and yeah. gross. And like, you, you feel grimy, you know? Yeah. As you're watching it. I've, I've seen a couple documentaries about the night, I want to say 1977 blackout in New York City. And how scary it was because of how scary of a place New York City was, right? Sure. And I felt like that was like this in living color, you know, encapsulation of just how scary that was. You know, power never went out, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, it was it's a, it was a scary place. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, in your opinion, all right. All right. In your opinion, do you think that this film is deserving of all of the criticisms that it's it's getting? As far as its social implications, yeah, uh, mm. that's a, that's a really tough question to answer. I think, yeah, um, yes and no. Okay, um, it's gonna have an effect. It's it's going to. Yeah, um, I have a hard time when when people say that it's the art's fault. Right, this mm. is a piece of art. Mm-hmm. When you say it's the art's fault, I have a hard time with that. I, it's not the art's fault. The art, the art causes a conversation and and can can be a positive and healthy thing. Um, For those of you that don't know, Chaz is an artist. He's he's actually a, a, a designer by trade. So yeah, has some design studio. A little animation studio. Anime, yeah. Um, anyway, it's it's society's fault, right? It's yeah. uh, it's. Um, Mental illnesses fault, right? That yeah. that bad things happen, and I do think people unfortunately get inspired by it. Um, yeah, that's what happened in Aurora, right? Aurora, Colorado. There was the, that's what the guy it was a mentally ill guy who was inspired by Heath Ledger's take on the Joker, and yeah, did what he did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but he. I mean, he was he was sick already. Right? He was sick already. Yeah. And and he maybe going to do something bad already right maybe, before yeah, that movie came out yeah um and even if that movie hadn't have come out yeah. would he have done something bad i mean we don't know we can't say yeah right but i don't know that's i'm really kind of stuck in between and i don't know which direction to fall um because i think those people are sick already and yeah and capable of doing something bad already and that maybe that's their tipping point right maybe that's what tips them over the yeah, yeah. But for the most part, I, I feel like a lot of art that is like this mm-hmm. can be a positive thing. Like it can start conversations about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and those stories, we're, we're not going to hear much about the positives that come from things like this. Yeah, and, and you know, I, re- I read a little bit about how Todd Phillips was, was getting uh, frustrated with uh, the amount of backlash he was getting. Or maybe he felt like it was backlash more than it really was, but the, the types of questions he was getting from um, journalists 
uh, you know, he felt a little bit attacked. Joaquin Phoenix even walked out of an interview because somebody asked him, well, do you think this could lead to a mass shooting and how do you feel about that? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, and, and basically in, in so many words, it seems like that's what they're trying to say is what you just said. This is, yeah. this, this is a study on how this sort of thing happens and hopefully sure. it's, it's more of a, uh, uh, a cautionary tale. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I don't think in any way they're saying in this film, Hey, this is a great idea. Oh <laughs> yeah. Go do this. Yeah. <laughs> They're not saying that. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's those that right. might take it that way. Yeah, I agree. So, so, and that's that's my fear. I, I'll tell you what. I I, I feel like if there's going to be um, a negative repercussions from the the success of this film, the yeah. the brilliance of this film, and how it just captures you, yeah. uh, it's going to be, I think, uh, possibly a repurposing of what the film really is by a group or groups out there that don't have good intent you know there are i can't remember there's like this for example there's there's like a little froggy character that i don't don't even know what it is but it's been repurposed by the alt-right to become kind of the symbol of of hatred all right and and the the creator of this character said no 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 this is the opposite of hatred this is supposed to be a character that shows love and i don't know a lot about that but it's a little bit about yeah, so that, that's the sort of thing I think people are afraid of. It's this repurposing of this into something where it's an it's an anthem for something that's detrimental to society, something yeah. that is not good and healthy. And I totally, I totally get why people yeah. are saying that. In a way, I kind of feel like how could it not become that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know that there's people out there that are that are gonna look at it as that, and you know there's many people that are inspired by it. Sure. Yeah. Clearly, that's not the intent of the creators, right? I don't think so. I don't think so, anyway. No, um, no I don't believe so at all. I think their intent is to just make a dark, a beautiful, dark film. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which they, they did. They did. And even almost more than a thriller, it, it was a drama. I mean, it was a character study drama. It was just a brilliant show. Yeah. It really was. And, you know, it's a little bit like... So I was thinking about this. Walking out of there, I felt a little bit like, <laughs> bear with me here, the first time I saw, actually it's the only time I saw Schindler's List when I was a kid. Okay, okay. Obviously Schindler's List was something that really happened. Right. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of, of any of this and, and make an unfair comparison here. Sure. Um, but there was, there was this sickening feeling I had when I was young and I saw Schindler's List. I had a similar type feeling, maybe not as extreme, but similar type feeling when I saw Joker. I like did, leaving the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. I, I felt a little bit sick about it. I felt it. a little gross. Yeah. You're not sure, and you're not quite sure how to feel, right? Yeah. And that's like almost one of the most disturbing parts is that, like, yeah, what do I feel? Right. right. <laughs> you're trying to make sense of it. You know? I, I want to say I loved it. I really loved that movie, but the reason I feel like I loved the movie is because I can appreciate a good execution the of an craft. idea. The craft, right. 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 And that's where I think that the, the love of that movie comes from, for me, right. you know? Um, and I'm still digesting. I saw it this morning, right? But I think that's, a, that's fair for me to say, yeah, I, I think I did love it. Oh, I, it right. was great. From the craft side, of, I thought it was one of the most brilliant, brilliant films I've seen. Brilliantly executed. Yeah. yeah. Down to the typography... <laughs> yeah. The beginning and the end. Yeah. The music choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everything. 
Yeah. Which is great. The pacing of it, I love the pacing. Yeah. I, one of my biggest pet peeves is how how fast movies go. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like it was paced so nice and it breathed so well. Yeah. There were so many moments that like would go in and out of the slow motion and I was yeah. I was just hanging on every moment. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I felt like there were moments where I I I thought, okay, here we go. This is just going to be this wordy, long, drawn out part you know where i'm probably gonna get bored and and somehow it never became that i never was bored watching that movie i was mm-hmm. i was glued to that screen um 100 focused the entire time yeah i can't think of the last time i've seen a movie that made me do that no same yeah yeah it was it's great yeah um and i'm i don't want to name any names here okay okay did that character remind you of yes. anyone from our childhood? Yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right, the look, the hair, this. So, uh, sorry, audience, we're gonna leave this pretty vague. At the, we yeah, don't want to offend so. people. <laughs> we. And actually, he actually reminded me of a lot of people, but I specifically yes. definitely the one you're talking. Yeah, about. we know where I'm at. Uh, I think he even owned a maroon suit. That looked exactly like oh, that. A three-piece sure. maroon suit. For sure. I, I mean, Polyester. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a dead ringer. Uh, so that was, I think that kind of was part of what scared me a little bit. Almost more than anything, it was like, I, I knew you this knew, guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, the weirdest part is uh, so many of his mannerisms reminded me of so many people, but I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint one. But yeah. I just felt like, yeah, I know this guy, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it was so uncomfortable. Yeah, because of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, audience, we're leaving you out of this uh, inside thing, and we, we just can't. We can't really share a whole lot more than that without risk of offending people no, we I care th- about. I think a lot of people know people like this, right? Yes. Or or that have seen people like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and know how uncomfortable they might have felt. When, sure. When... So so here's here's. What I found interesting about this, there seems to be this uh, fascination right now in society with these grim topics and and mental illness. And mm-hmm. you know, you look at the podcasting world, right? That we're not starting to become a part of. So much of it is true crime, right? Yeah, absolutely, true crime is like the thing. I th- in fact, I looked this morning, and uh, the number one podcast was a you know a true crime podcast. Yeah, and. Uh, it's been bothering me a little bit that that's become such a popular sure. way for us as a society to spend our time on these really dark subjects. But I think, you know, and as I've been thinking about this topic today, this is where I've, I think I've come to a little bit of a realization. Okay. And that is that I don't, I think what was bothering me was this idea that we as a society are interested in the, in the gruesome facts about what's happened in these cases and in, in, in these these people that really descend into real madness and violent yeah. mental illness. Um, but in, in reality, I think what it really is, is we're fascinated by how can somebody become that? Mm. It's not the gory details, I think, no. at least for me uh, and, I, and the people I know. I, the gory details, yeah, it's interesting, you know, but sure. it's, it's the how can somebody become this? Yeah. How does this happen? The um, psychological aspect, like yeah, um, <laughs> and I feel like this is a vulnerable statement, but I think 
it's it's interesting to see how people can become that, and mm-hmm. it's also a little bit disturbing. And like a, you recognize certain, you re- start recognizing <laughs> yeah, some of yourself sure. in some people, yeah. like, but an unhealthy level, right? Yeah, like we're able to keep ourselves in check, but you see some very human, carnal um, behaviors coming out in, yeah. in these people, and it's we all kind of feel like they're the worst versions of ourselves, maybe. Yeah, I think. I, that, at least for me, that's why I get a little I, No, and I agree. I, I think most people that are willing to be really completely honest, you know, and open about who they really are, they, they uh, and maybe I'm just laying my uh, psychopath, you know, personality on the table here. I don't know. I don't hope I'm not. Yeah, maybe we are. We're not. I swear we're not. Yeah, but no, I think that, you know, really it's, it's what it is is like the difference between uh, a lot of people and the serial killer is that the serial killer just doesn't check themselves. You know, yeah. everybody gets mad. Everybody's had people that have been mean to them, yeah. and and it is true. Some of these some of these serial killer you know uh, type people uh, have had extreme uh, experiences in their right. life, and just nothing good has ever happened. Right. And you can you can see you can relate a little you bit. Can you yeah. you can empathize. You know. Yeah. Um, and and with the Joker, I I felt like it, it was <laughs> that idea was almost taking the extreme. Sure. Like I can't think of a, of a of a situation in my life ever where I've gone even a whole day, let alone my entire life, where nobody's ever been kind to me or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they yeah. kind of make you feel that way about uh, this character that that there is no um, sunshine in this world. There is yeah. nothing good. Nothing. Yep. Yeah. You get you and you think you get glimpses of it in yeah. this movie, but then you realize it's it's what was all in his head. Yeah. That's a, that's and it's yeah. and it's it's heart wrenching. Yeah. When you realize. Yeah. So by the way, audience, we're trying to be really careful about not spoiling. Yeah. No spoiler <laughs> alerts. That's not our intent here. We're, so for spoiler light, alerts, light spoilers. Yeah. I think here. Yeah. Hopefully they're vague enough that yeah. I don't know people that are smart would probably figure it out, but. <laughs> People on our level, <laughs> they're probably going to hear it and go, oh, yeah. It'll make sense later after they see the movie. <laughs> All right. And, and one, one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is I felt I feel like the more I've sat and thought about this movie, and again, and we're not, I don't want to do any spoiler spoilers here. The more I've sat and thought about this, the more I've realized, oh, was this? Was it really this all along? And did this really happen the way I think it happened? And what if there's the in, more I sit in the Batman that, story or uh, overarching story or what are you saying? What I'm saying is I think I think there's a possibility that this script was brilliant enough that they made this thing multi-layered enough that mm-hmm. people are going to have to go back and see this again. Oh yeah, you think there's some there's some depth there? There, there that, could be that most viewers missed. There's a couple of lines and things that I'm thinking about in my head, where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. That's interesting. I w- wonder what they're really saying there. And I, I don't want to spoil anything. Sure. Don't want to yeah. spoil it. We'll have to talk about this afterwards. Yeah, we'll afterwards, talk about yeah. it after. But uh, audience, if you agree with me, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to do up in the night. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, comment what you think. Yeah. 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 Send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. So I also found it really interesting that, that they, they didn't necessarily make this movie to to uh, to have a sequel. 
And I, I find that really interesting. So they okay. say, sure. right? So they say. <laughs> well, I mean, surely they couldn't have a rated R Batman movie, right? You don't think so? He's just, he's, he's a character that so many kids love. I mean, they could. Sure. There's, I mean, we're starting to get a lot of rated R Yeah, like a Deadpool and Deadpool, Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah, with Logan. Yeah, Logan, uh, yeah. Blade that's Runner, cool. and that's an OG rated R yeah. uh, superhero movie, right? Blade yeah. Runner? Yeah. No, Blade. What am I thinking of? Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Blade? Blade. That's what I'm thinking Yeah. That's a different show than Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely different shows. <laughs> People, very, very different. People are just rolling their eyes Wesley at me Snipes. right now. <laughs> By the way, I can't think of Wesley Snipes now. You don't watch 30 Rock. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of it, but not everything. There's a character in that show named Wesley Snipes, but he's this pale Englishman, you know? <laughs> And it's the funniest thing. Uh, awesome. Yeah, he's like he, when the char- you know, the main character Liz Lemon, she learns that his name is Wesley Snipes. She, she first of all, she hates this guy. Yeah. And there's a whole backstory to it. But she hates this guy, and she finally finds finds out what his name is. She's like, "Wait, your name is Wesley Snipes?" And he's like, "Yes, my name is Wesley Snipes." <laughs> you see him, you see me. You would pick the pale Englishman <laughs> nine times out of ten, or every time, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you would always pick the Englishman to be named Wesley Snipes. Just <laughs> true. So, all right, uh, getting getting back awesome. to it here. Um, <laughs> where were we, we talking yeah, about? Yeah, where were we? Uh, rated R. Rated R. Yeah, I mean, Batman. Can they has, do a Batman movie as Has always been for a younger audience. Yeah. I mean, it, and but we've we've grown up with Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. And now we're adults, and we want things to be a little bit grittier, a little darker, and so yeah. I, I could. I don't know. I I just I'd be shocked if they did a Rated R Batman. Movie. I don't know. I look at the success of like the Deadpool series. And I think that there's plenty of room for. It. I also think that, well, they're, but they're going to change the Deadpool, or, or Disney now doesn't Disney now own Deadpool, and they're going to come out with a PG-13 version. Oh goodness, I don't know. That's what I've heard. That's out true. Uh, that could be the case. Yeah. Super informed. Yeah, yeah we're. Uh, <laughs> hope you're learning a lot here, folks. <laughs> no, so but but here's my thinking on it. Okay, I think DC is who's you know yeah. Joker, Batman, right? Yeah. I think DC. Uh, is trying to find their niche. I think they've felt like they've been playing uh, this game of catch-up to, sure. to the Marvel Universe and yeah. the success that they've had, and they're trying to find uh, their audience and the level of success mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe has had, right? Yeah. So why not take it that direction? Yeah. Why not take it this grittier direction? And Because surely there are tons of people that would like to see a grittier uh, superhero universe, you know, sure. surely. Um, again, Deadpool, right? Yeah. Logan, that's, that's obviously oh. that fan I'd, base exists. I'd probably see it if they did. <laughs> you know, for me too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they are playing catch up and in, uh, they haven't been super successful. But with, with like the Christopher Nolan Batman stuff, that stuff's been unreal. So I, I think this is definitely more in line with that. Yeah. And, in my opinion, those are those are stronger than the Avengers movies, right? But their League of Legends movies just haven't quite been up to snuff. With yeah, I agree. I agree. And again, well, I'm not a comic book, you know, Marvel no, or a superhero movie person per se. But uh, but you know, I have my opinions. I, I... Sure. Do you think parents are going to take their kids to this movie? Is he Joker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, I kind of hope not. <laughs> uh, I guess there's all types, right? But no, I, I, uh, I do not recommend that uh, you take your kids to see Joker. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's a that's a very kid friendly movie. I no. wouldn't take my kids. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you know, it takes a certain amount of maturity to be able to see something like that and not have it. You know, I think uh, come away with a real having it really adversely affect you. You know, yeah. when you're a kid, yeah. like like I was, I, I alluded to this earlier. You know, I, when I was a kid, I had <laughs> I had really bizarre taste in movies. I, you yeah. know, yeah, you did. I did, <laughs> right? And books. And books. Okay, so just a tiny bit of background here. My I, I was not into movies or books or anything until about the sixth grade. And in the sixth grade, Jurassic Park came out. My parents said, you can't see the movie until you read the book, which was brilliant on their part because oh, yeah. then it forced me to read this book. And I did. I read it. I loved it. I loved that's reading. A, and that's a big, dense book yeah. for a, how old were you? Uh, sixth grade. I don't know. Yeah. How old were you in sixth grade? Maybe it was fifth grade. It was something like that. Whenever yeah. Jurassic Park came out, the same year it came out. Yeah. So, uh, brilliant tactic on their part, right? Yeah, we because loved it. And we saw it how many times? I swear oh, yeah. we saw it like four times. Oh, time. yeah, yeah. It was, it was a fantastic movie, and I think anybody who was a kid back then, I mean, remember yeah. Jurassic Park, right? Oh, it was a big deal. Yeah. So, uh, so I started uh, getting into reading, and, uh, and that's where I started, I, for, from that experience. But then it was interesting. My, my taste <laughs> became... Uh, I thought at the time refined, you know, I was trying to refine my taste. I was a weird kid. So my favorite movie for years when I was a kid, if you were to ask me, well, what's your favorite film? I would have told you it's Empire of the Sun. Now, a lot of people probably don't even know what that is. Sure. It's, but. I do. Yeah. Because you were into it. Okay. That's a heavy movie, though. It's heavy. We were into it as kids. Man, why? I don't know. I watched all the time, though. I wore that VHS out. Yeah. (laughs) Why? And, and for those of you that don't know, I, I believe it was Christian Bale's first film. He was like 12. Yeah. And it's about, um, uh, I believe it's one of Spielberg's first bigger films oh, as I didn't well. know it was a Spielberg film. Spielberg film, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the first films filmed in the People's Republic <clears throat> of China as well. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Quite interesting. But it's about a, a young uh, a kid, played by Christian Bale. He's like 12, uh, in this wealthy British family. Just before the outbreak of World War II, they're in China, um, and uh, anyway, it was within the Japanese attack, and he's separated from his family um, uh, during this uh, initial attack by the Japanese. Anyway, he goes off to a, a camp, you know, for war refugees, I guess, and it's his experience being separated from his family, um, and it's terrifying, oh, really. Man. Yeah, when he gets ripped apart from his fa- his his mom, and oh, his, uh, in that crowd. Yeah. Oh, dude, it made me. Cry. It's like every kid's worst fear, right? Yeah. So why did we love that movie so much? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But you know, I, I think as a kid, like you're, you want to be, there's something alluring about scary stuff and about sure. heavy stuff. Um, I think you want to say you understand it. Sure. When in reality, you know, as just a kid, how much are you really understanding it? I think we could relate to the being torn apart from your parents, oh, right? Oh, sure, and you and you and you feel the emotion there, and you understand yeah. it on an emotional level. Yeah, but really understanding it, I, did, I certainly didn't. Yeah, yeah, that, that film's great. So anyway, I you know I think about that, and I think like, like oh my God, I, I I'm not uh, opposed to a, a 
deep thinker, you know, uh, as far as a film. I, I like those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. With Joker, um, I have to say that there was a little bit of an element of trying too hard for me. Okay. A little bit. A little bit. Sure. Um, can I can't you pin, quite, Can you pinpoint it? I was going to say, I can't quite pinpoint why I feel that way. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because it reminds me so much of, of stuff I've seen in the past. And there's nothing wrong with paying homage to something, you know. Uh, sure. Uh, you and I, one of our favorite shows is Stranger Things. We yeah. love Stranger Things. Yeah. And, and all that is is, is yeah, paying homage. It's paying homage to the stuff we love, <laughs> right? Yeah. The Spielberg movies of the 80s. and the well, We're not huge Stephen King fans, but well, I know I respect the guy, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of that too. So I just saw It too. Oh, did you really? Or Chapter 2. Ooh. <laughs> How was that? Yeah, I liked it. it was, oh, man. Uh, there, were, there were some parts that I thought were kind of cheesy and, and unnecessary. Like the uh, unnecessarily rated R. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which just kind of felt like they were trying a little too hard on yeah. some part. Like the first half of it, I felt that way, and then the second half of it, I was once we kind of got going. Gotta get that R rating. Yeah, yeah I loved it. And Did you really? Yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun. Uh, okay, I get. I actually get scared. Like I, I'm. I'm no, embarrassed I to admit this. <laughs> As a thirty, what? How old am I? Thirty? How old am I? Thirty-six. Am I thirty-six? You're probably thirty-seven. That's embarrassing. I'm thirty-one. You're six years older than me. Yeah, thirty-seven. I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that just sounds awful. Okay, I now. get, I get more scared than I should for a gall darn thirty-seven-year-old man. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really do. I when I saw, um, uh, uh, uh six cents? well, six Is cents. That no, but that is a good example. Uh, so I'll run with that. When I saw Sixth Sense in the theater, not a scary movie. I mean, on the on the scary movie meter, I don't think the Sixth Sense is up there for most people. As sure, it's 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 sure. mild sauce, in right? Our household, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's really scary. <laughs> I remember it scared me. <coughs> it scared me to death. Yeah. I went outside with my friends. I came home. Um, they dropped me off at home. It's like midnight. Mm-hmm. Everyone's asleep, and. <laughs> Hans going to the store. So yeah, so uh, there's a scene in that movie that scared me to death, and it's the scene where he gets up in the middle of the night to pee, right? And then like, there's that lady in the pink dress, yep. uh, and so he's peeing, and he leaves the door open, and you mm-hmm. see the lady like, yeah. pass the thing, and it just it, it's a jumpy part of the movie. Oh yeah, this happened. I mean, there's no pink lady, right? But I, I go in. It's midnight. It's actually cold in the house. Which makes it all the worse. Remember that? <laughs> right. I was always cold. I'm like, it's abnormally cold in here. It's just, I'm sure all in my head. So I go into the bath. I'm like, I got to pee before I go to bed. So I go, <laughs> I walk into the bathroom, stand there, doing my thing. I realized I left the door open. And I'm looking at the door, you Rookie know, over my right shoulder. And I'm like, oh my. There's the pink lady's going to come flying past. <laughs> I'm pushing so hard. I thought I was like blowing over. It was, uh, yeah, I don't think I slept for a few nights. It was, and it's the sixth sense, right? I am such a wuss. And I saw Paranormal Activity. Didn't affect you like that? No, it scared the crap out oh, of me. Did it? Oh my gosh, it was. <laughs> I just can't do the scary. I don't know what it is. I just can't do the scary <laughs> thing. I'll see him, but I just, you know, it's a little. It's just a little. I don't know. In real life stuff, nah, this is gonna make me sound maybe a little arrogant. In real life stuff, I don't really have a lot of fear. You know, yeah. like, I don't know, we're camping in the woods. There's a weird sound, you know, go check it out. Yeah, fine. I'll go check it out. I have no yeah. problem with that. Yeah. The movies, though, get in my head. <laughs> get in my head. Yeah. 
Well, it. Uh, I mean, I, you saw that movie. Yeah. I was significantly younger than you. Yeah. And it, I don't know why I wanted to see it, but I made Dad take me, <laughs> which was a that was a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I that movie messed me up, but. Yeah, still, even today, I mean, like, I think this morning, I wake up all the time. I wake up about 4.30 or 5 on the dot, and I have to go pee every morning. <laughs> every morning. Yeah. And I have this long hallway that I enter into to go to the Oh, bathroom, sure. And at the end of the hallway is always Pennywise standing at the end of the hall. <laughs> see, this is why I can't see that. <laughs> I and then, I can't. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, he's not there. And I, I go to my business and I get back in, in bed. And I I always have this thought that I'm going to roll over. And instead of my wife laying there, it's going to be yeah, Pennywise. He's a creepy clown. Which doesn't happen in the movie, but it's just, yeah, he's in my head, man. I can't. I just can't do it. We're, re- we're really off, off topic here. But. We got way <laughs> off topic. That was fun little <laughs> little rant. Uh, yeah, I wanted, I wanted though to make sure we address this part because this is, I think this is interesting, um, from, uh, you know, the, the, the superhero movie standpoint. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there, this is the last part actually of the, of the, the, the page. Um, some of the future. So it says in contrast to modern comic book films, Joker is intended to be a standalone film with no planned sequels. That's oh, interesting. interesting. While Phillips said in August 2019 he would be interested in making a sequel, depending on the film's performance, and if Phoenix is interested, he later clarified that, quote, the movie's not set up to have a sequel. Which I, don't, I don't know how they could did. But, uh, I don't see why it couldn't have a sequel. Right. It definitely didn't close the book. No, it's not. Know. Yeah, the chap- it's not completely closed. Yeah. But, but it, they didn't leave it super, like they, were, they didn't tease much. They didn't tease anything. Yeah. By the way, did you say for after the credits? Yeah. You did? Was there anything? No. Okay. Nope. I was going to stay, but then everybody left, and I was going to be all alone in that theater, and I was like, this kind (laughs) of... They must know something I don't know. (laughs) All four of them. (laughs) So, all right. So, all right. So, uh, as you said... um, Well, so, and I I had heard that Phoenix had been approached by... um, Disney or a few different studios to, to be in some superhero films. The Hulk. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I read that too. And Stranger, what, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, yeah. And I, I he turned him down, and I, I don't know all the reasons, but I know one of the reasons was that he didn't want to sign up for a, a series or, like, multiple movies. Oh, interesting. So I don't know if he's still on that bandwagon. Yeah, and I, I know Todd Phillips has been, been offered a few uh, superhero movies as well, the director. And uh, uh, he's, he turned them down. He said that they were too loud. That was the verbiage he used. They were too loud. Hmm. So, whatever. I, he just wasn't interested in that. that it sounds Yeah, so it sounds like the perfect pairing, really. I mean, yeah. they, they, if Joaquin Phoenix really wanted to do a character study. Todd yeah. Phillips didn't want to do your run-of-the-mill uh, superhero movie. So, yeah. you know, combined forces on this. It just it made sense. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so let's see here. Uh, she says, quote, The movie's not set up to have a sequel. We always pitched it as uh, one movie, and that's it, end quote, right? Warner Brothers intends for Joker to launch DC Black. So it is... I've heard of this. Okay. I'm not familiar with DC Black. I'm not super familiar. Okay. But it says, Warner Brothers intends for Joker to launch DC Black, a line of DC Comics-based films uh, unrelated to the DCEU. So that must be the DC Comics universe, right? Okay. Uh-huh. 
So with darker, more experimental materials similar to the comic imprints such as Elseworlds. I had to look that up, what Elseworlds is. Are you familiar with that? What is Elseworlds? So Elseworlds, apparently it's, it's, uh, it's something they do on the CW. <laughs> Our favorite channel. <laughs> no, we don't. Anyway, we'll go there. If I'm sure later. Uh, so they have a, some comic book series on there, right? Or some superhero series. They have sure. Flash. They have Supergirl and the Arrow. Yeah, they, they're coming out with Batgirl and yeah, they've got oh, the Arrow. There we go. So apparently, this Elseworlds thing is. Oh really? Batwoman. Okay. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so apparently, Elseworlds is is kind of where they they're. they're they're crossing over, and they have these these crossover episodes with all those characters. Oh, so a few episodes where like the Flash and Supergirl are in an episode together, and the Arrow. I don't even know who the Arrow is per se. Sort of a Robin Hood type character oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the movie? Uh, did you? Would you say you liked it? Yeah. Uh, again, I, I would I, I I I put an asterisk next to that because I do understand I think where the concern comes in for a lot of people. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and normally I'm I'm quite sympathetic to that, but I I feel like I'm hoping we may be pleasantly surprised that this doesn't become this horrible thing that it could potentially become to people. I, I hope it doesn't. Um. All I can really confidently say is that the movie was extremely well executed. Yes. And for that reason alone, yes, I thought it was a brilliant movie. I thought it was fantastic. Just the pure execution of it. Okay. Do you want to see it again? You know, it was weird. I was thinking this morning, uh, relating it a little bit to Schindler's List, right? Kind of the sick feeling I had. Yeah, exactly. I never want to see that movie again. You know, Schindler's List, I'm it's, it's... Are you glad you saw Schindler's List? You know, I wish I wouldn't have seen it when I was, like, 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although there's Oops. plenty of 11-year-olds that can handle it. I was one of them there. That, that was a little too much for me back then. Will I ever see it again? I'm, Maybe. I still haven't seen it. I'm, oh, you haven't I'm, seen it? I'm scared to watch it now, man. You know, you know, it's not one of those things where you're like, you know, I could really, I could really watch Schindler's List right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, but it's one of those movies where I think everyone you should see it and understand the horrible atrocities that happen. Right, it's a very important movie. Yes. Yeah. And so I think perhaps I'm, I was putting earlier today I was putting Joker on too much of a pedestal, thinking like, okay, this is a real uh, snapshot of what mental illness is like and all these things, and, and yeah. putting it on almost too sacred a terms. Where it's like, that was just too disturbing. I don't ever want to see it again. I think I do want to see it again. I think yeah. I do. I think that there are layers to this movie, like we, like we said, where uh, I actually have some questions. It's about the craft of it, the story, the way it was written. Did it really happen the way it came out on screen? Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't picking up what you were putting down before, but maybe I am now. Um, or at least, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about specifically in the movie, but... <laughs> I, I think I'm on the track. Yeah. Here. Okay. What about you? Did you like the movie? Um, from the craft side, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And I, I think in the past I've I've judged movies too heavily on the craft side, mm. and I'm actually I'm actually trying to reverse that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I liked it. I don't think I really did. You really? You don't think you liked it? Yeah. 
and and I think because I'm I'm trying to like see what other value I get from a story mm. from a movie. Yeah. And if if it's if it's strictly just like craft and art, which I love, I love watching those kind of movies. Sure. I'm an artist. I I I'd love to be a filmmaker. That's someday. how you make your living. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I don't feel like there was much more for me besides the craft mm. in the story. Mm-hmm. I didn't leave feeling good. You know, no, I felt, yeah, it's I not felt, a feel good. No, it's not yeah. the feel good movie of the year. Which, that's for sure. Which I didn't expect. Yeah. Right. Um, you you didn't expect? I did. I didn't expect to feel good after the movie. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, thank you for clarifying. I didn't expect to feel good after the movie, so mm. I wasn't surprised, right? But yeah, you're just kind of at the end. You're just kind of like, I don't know what to think. Like, you, it's it's nice. It feels comfortable uh, to have somebody to root for in a movie, yeah. you know. And you don't you don't have that. Um, and and that's. You know, we're accustomed to that in our formulaic American society. That's what we like in our storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a story always has to be that. But it feels good, right? Yeah. This movie doesn't feel good. Uh, although, Breaking Bad feels awful, too. And that's, like, my favorite show. But I don't really want to watch it again, you know? Hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I don't think I would watch it again. Maybe, maybe for what you're talking about. I'd love to see some of those layers. But... Would I recommend it? I think only to somebody who who understands craft and would appreciate that. I yeah. don't think I'd recommend it to somebody who's like, ah, it's a good story. Go watch it. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at. Although I, I do admit I totally want my wife to see it just to see her freak out. <laughs> I know my, my wife couldn't handle it. <laughs> that would be worth the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would, yeah. So, all right, well. That's, that's my hot take. All right. I appreciate that. I told you where you're coming from. Um, all right. Well, there we go. This the Joker, 2019. Yeah. yeah. Film. A film. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Send us some uh, some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. And if you're liking what you hear, push subscribe. We'll have more of these coming. We're gonna try and do one every week, whatever the top week is for, uh, uh, or a top read is on Wikipedia every week. So we'll see what happens next week. Hopefully this Joker movie isn't so popular. It's still the number one read. (laughs) I've had that concern. Yeah, it has been. So uh, I saw that there's this serial killer coming up through the ranks on Wikipedia. And right now it's number two. And uh, that might be what we're talking about next week. We'll see. I'm scared already. I know. Stay (laughs) tuned. Maybe that's what we're talking about. Maybe not. We'll have to see. Tune in uh, next week. Yeah, come hang out with us next week. Be sure to uh, subscribe and uh, rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps us out. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced and released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.